What up, what up? We are hey. back. Deer Hunter, act number three. I'm Alex. I go by the fantasy football hustler. And I'm Nelson Tynes, actor here in Hollywood. I'm Bo Garnegie Hall. <laughs> so before you're a people, now you're a place. Yes. <laughs> Change the name after the second act. Hey, the mushroom money takes you places, bro. See, now, now I am a theater. Every show, you should be a person, a place, and a thing. For I'm just a noun. <laughs> I'm a fucking noun. <laughs> I'm a pronoun. <laughs> Not on this one, though. I'm regular noun. But, oh, because you name it, it makes it a pronoun, though. Look at that. Yeah. I am Bo Garnegie Hall. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Last time on Silver Screen Breakdown. We see the boys. Going to Vietnam, they get introduced to the game by way of force, and that game is Russian roulette. Everyone, all of them, everyone except for Mike, they've seemed to go mentally to just a totally different place. And this torture that was put on them in Vietnam has fucked with their heads tremendously. So we've just gotten to the part where Nikki's out of the hospital. He was lurking around some bars, ends up hearing a gunshot, goes and meets the Frenchman. And I was like, what's going on here? And uh, you know, he says the game. And he's like, people actually play that uh, for money? He's like, oh, yeah, some for a lot of money. And then he takes him in. <laughs> then he well, takes him in. Yeah, takes him in. And Nelson, you want to kind of explain the setup of how the game is going, you know, in this illegal gambling scene? Yeah, so they're gambling on. So he gets win. He's in this dark alley. There's this Frenchman. Sees him kind of wondering about what, you know, yeah, here's uh, gunshots. Nick, here's gunshots. And then he's about to walk away. Then the guy said, oh, no, aren't you interested in what's going on? Not so many words. And he goes, oh, come on, you make a lot of money. So he sees that. I think he saw that he was a soldier, correct? Yeah, right yeah. Yeah, yeah he, he was all dressed in uniform. Yeah, so he goes, so he convinces him. What he does, they're betting on playing Russian uh, roulette, make a lot of money, and then he convinced them. He yanked them to come. No, he insisted that he come and check it out. Then he reluctantly did, but you know, he's. I think I guess he was a little intrigued that he could make some money because he's gonna make money somehow and do something. Not that he'd really want to do it, but then I guess he he got triggered once he saw what was going on. So he gets into the roulette area and then there is two gamers or whatever you want to call them participants two fools roulette with the guns and then he breaks it up and then he gets pissed off he grabs the gun he he aims it at one of the participants blank and then he puts it to his own head shoots him you know shoots uh, pulls the trigger blank and walks away like it was nothing and they're like whoa wait like, he wasn't like you did all that for free you son of a bitch yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's walking away like, I'm done with it. I'm not doing it. And then they pretty much wouldn't want to, Oh, yeah, that's, uh, there's a security guard there. Wouldn't let him leave. Then he got past him. Then somehow they yanked him all back in and he ended up making money. As he's, run, as he's well, running away. Jean, that's French. As he's <laughs> running away, you see Mike is in there dressed all nice and sees him. Doesn't follow him or anything. Well, Mike's a, dressed as a civilian, right? Oh, yeah, but he Mike doesn't reveal himself. Oh, yeah, Mike tries to get his attention, but he gets away. He, he never knew Mike was there. It all happened so quick. Yeah. 
So yeah, he was there. Lost it. Yeah, he was there participating. He was making money. Brendan lost it. Making bets. Like he was, he was one of the betters, one of the gamblers yeah. in attendance there. I mean, and you know what? Too, he probably knows who to bet on. Like this guy right here. He so he made, he made a shitload of money because he came back to a lot of I money. I mean, look, he's wearing a nice suit, right? Yeah, yeah, he was balling. Look like he's doing well for himself, huh? For Dude, sure. You talking Michael? Yeah. 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 Yeah, because he was loaded after that. I mean, you see, and then he, you know, then he comes back home. Mike does. And right. uh, real quick, Dennis, he said, got three and a half of some boomers and a 12 pack of beer. Let's fucking go. That was a night right there. So what's a boomer? Mushrooms. Oh, nice. Duh. <laughs> Come on, bogey. I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm a big fan of the mushrooms. You know, no, well, which character is that? The big guy? Which one? Which one? You say had the boomer and stuff. Come on. Oh, Dennis. Which character was that? No, Dennis is in the chat right now. Oh, okay. Dennis is <laughs> in the chat. He was just telling us how his Friday night's going. <laughs> hey, man. Happy Friday, my good brother. Yeah. Shout out to the ginger ninja. Yeah. But now back to the movie. So Mike ends up out after that, ends up get, gets taken home and... He says whatever street he's going to. And then like he notices like a big ass sign that's like, welcome home, Michael, or whatever. And he's like, take me back to the airport. <laughs> and goes, I didn't really understand this whole part. I mean, maybe just not I mean, around a big ass party with a lot of people. Here's the thing. It's okay. And this is my boy, right? Shout out to my man, Attila. Right? Because he wrote, a, he like wrote several drafts of his little experience. Like he tried to write like a book, like on his life. And I lived with him for a while. And he went to the war. And he had an honorable discharge because you know what I'm saying he had beat up on he had beat up on a, a higher up because this dude was just like on some crazy shit, you know what I mean? Be, being on everybody, you know what I'm saying? So they just anyways, so he, you know, when, and he said when he first came back, it was a trip because everyone's like, Oh, you home, let's go party, and this and that. And when he went out, he got into some shit immediately. Damn, you know what I'm saying? Because he was just like, you know what I mean? Like it's he's tweaked out, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Are you just going to plunge me back into the regular world? And the motherfuckers is boom, and somebody bumped me, bro. Fuck that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. it was just going down. He's carrying the guns on him all the time. You know what I mean? It was just crazy. You know what I mean? And I'm talking about the war he came from was, and you know, he, he went out there 2001 to right. 2000 and 2005. I mean, you got to put yourself in a, in a certain type of mind state to just go to war, right? I mean, going out with whatever you are, you know? I mean, I mean, you might be going in the war in the streets or war in, you know? in the world but man you put yourself in that mindset it's yeah, look at, i had the homie right he's back on, on after his first tour right and he was a mechanic so he's on the move all the time out there and when he when they're out there in, in afghanistan right and, and then so when he came back it's like christmas time we're all go out and you know say and it's like new year's and whatnot and bro we out there we're young 21s bro we're out there but we're fucking ball bar brawling bruh Cause we're always used to go out like hella deep. It always went down, right? Fighting in the parking lots, you know what I'm saying? And I remember I look over, bro. Like, where's my man's at? Cause I rode with him. He was just in the cut, bro. No, he's like, I ain't, you know what I mean? Yeah. All that shit was going down. He just, I'm over here, bro. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? This hey, that y'all's fighting over some crazy shit, bro. Y'all don't even know where I just came from. Listen, I'm over here. Yeah. That was his whole thing. Get in the car, bro. Let's go. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause you listen, this ain't this ain't this ain't nothing real out here. Yeah, you know what I mean, he used to trip off of people pulling the cell phones out when he's at at the light. He said mm -hmm. he got the light. People's on a crosswalk. He's pulling the cell phones out. He's because you know what I mean. You're trained to look out for that back then. You know what I mean? 
You know what I'm saying? Because you they might set off a fucking bomb for real, man. You know what I mean? Fuck. You know what I mean? Like it's little things like this fucking cell phone. Yeah. But I, I mean, I couldn't imagine it. I didn't go to war. You know what I mean? What was your takeaway? What was your takeaway from that, Nelly? When he's coming home and then he immediately wants to go to a hotel or something and not go back uh, to his peeps. Oh, that was consistent with his character because he was kind of on his own. Like I said before, he was like a, the type of Sigma alpha male type of dude. Yeah, it goes so back he to the attention. He's always kind of, even at the wedding and the after part and the wedding party, all that stuff, he's always kind of just watching from afar. Ever knows that? Yeah. So he was not, he's not really like into crowds and stuff. So that, that was consistent with his character. So he wasn't. Mm, that's a good point. Yeah. He was always off in the cut. I mean, he's the deer hunter, bro. Like you can't be making those noise. You ended, you gotta be, you're looking downwind. You know what I'm saying? You just, yeah. you feel me? See, he led those guys, but the thing is only because he's the most, more alpha than those guys, but he wasn't really into having those guys as a group. He just liked having Nick around. Right. I don't know if you remember the scene, but he did say that. He says, man, I, I like him. You I don't around, like these those guys. Other guys. Those other guys are assholes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he said, so yeah, that's consistent with his character. He didn't want all the spotlight. He was just, okay, I want people to know I'm back, but on, on my terms, on being low key about it. Yeah. 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 And then we get, yeah. And then it's like the next day he goes and that's what, and then he was hanging out with Meryl Streep, right? Like after that goes to the house and knocks on the door and all that. Even though she's by herself, she had no kids and no man. Yeah. Yeah, It was pretty much like him and Nikki, right? Like they were like, she was like friends with him and she was like, yeah, it is kind of crazy. I mean, I guess that's that small town shit, right? Everybody didn't found someone except for her. Yeah. Usually those small towns, they find each other. They find someone. Or what if she just was the odd man out? The fucking music stopped. She didn't have a chair. You know what I mean? Pretty much, because both of or her maybe boys she was the, the town chair. Maybe she was the town chair, right? Hey, man, could have been. She was hot though. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You think she was hot? <laughs> I mean, back. I mean, look at all the yeah. girls that were around there. I mean, she, back then, she was like, I mean, okay, con- no, considering where she was and compared no, to other girls, uh, she was more attractive. She wasn't a mirror. She's so. Hey, you know, what, hey, I think we just figured out something about us though. He has a tight. Oh, she taking the fancy, huh? Best street kind of did it for you right there. Alex, you digging that? Nah. I mean, me personally, no, but I mean, I guess in comparison to the other girls, yeah. Listen, I promise you, if I came from the war, I'm fucking her, bro. I just came from the war. Dig her down, bro. Thank you. I just listen, you don't know what I saw, baby. You know the things I saw. Give me some good warm loving. Yeah, but he was in no rush to do that either. No. I mean, he didn't want nobody to touch him, basically, man. Yeah. You don't even want no one to talk. You just want to be quiet and think and shit. <laughs> you want to run down the street naked, huh? He's, like, he's just too much of a killer. That's what it seemed. It was. It was uh, in his nature, bro. He's the deer hunter, and I think he enjoys the process of it. It's what happens when you don't have when you're when you're not hunting anymore. What happens to the hunter when there's no nothing to hunt anymore? Yeah, that's kind of hit. That's kind of my take on him. You know what I mean, I feel it. Pretty much on a mission to find Nikki at this point. I mean, Nikki's gone, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he doesn't, doesn't know that though. He doesn't know where. Yeah. And then, I mean, a lot. I mean, psychologically, he doesn't. I know mean, that he's look. At, I mean, I guess. I guess it kind of. It's kind of symbolic too, because it, it gives him another mission, right? Yeah. It gives him another purpose. You know what I'm saying? Plus, like you said, it just, that's really only that's really only the one he really rock with, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fuck all these other motherfuckers. 
Yeah, and wasn't it like, was it Nikki who made a promise? Like, no matter what, like, you're not going to leave me or whatever. Mm. See, I might have missed that, bro. It was somewhere, I swear, in there where he said that. And uh, yeah, so Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Back when he was running down the street naked or whatever, then they're up against, I don't know, some pole or something. And they're, they're talking. Yeah, this is post-war. Yeah. I mean, pre-war. Yeah, pre-war. yeah this is yeah. in Act 1. He says, yeah, well, whatever happens, don't leave me there or whatever. Yeah. So make sure you come back or whatever. He says, yeah, I got you. And, and he goes back. Because he does recognize him as that figure in his life. Like, you protect me, bro. You know what I'm saying? Don't, you know what I mean? Don't fuck, don't yeah. fucking leave me, bro. You know what I mean? And, and I mean, there's still, I, I wish they would have cut down on the wedding scene and the after party scene. So maybe some dots could have been filled in a little bit better here. But then he ends up going to see Stevie where, you know, he's in that hospital or, yeah, or whatever. All the way yeah, fucked it's, up. It's all bad. Yeah. And he's like, hey, I've been like getting money like sent to me. And from where from, I, I forget where he says, I don't know if he said Saigon or whatever. And he's like, look at how much he's being sent to me. And he's like, it's Nikki. And I don't know if that was exactly when he like, guilt, it out. probably guilt money too. Yeah. Maybe he feels guilty for some reason. Yeah. He let go, right? Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, he, he, oh, he let go off of him or off the he thing. He was at the hospital because he was, I guess he found out that he was at a veteran's hospital. Mm-hmm. Like Nick, Nick found out that because he's he, psychologically and physically fucked up from the war. You know what I mean? Yeah, double whammy. Yeah, but he knew enough to send the money to where is to Stevie though. He found that out, right? Which is weird because when Robert De Niro actually starts make makes it out, out there, you know, going to find the Frenchman and all that and find the game, he finds it. He finds Nikki. I mean, through all this, I mean, he had to jump through a lot of hoops to get there. Yeah. But Nikki's whacked out of his mind. He doesn't know who he is. He doesn't even know that he's Nikki. But he knows where to send the money, which is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But he does, but, you know, as we go on, he does find out. He does uh, trigger him into his memory, though. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. There must be just certain things that are maybe, like, triggered. Yeah, but like, he is. Why? Hey, listen, he is. You have a crazy um, person, you know, crazy, but they can still order food at a restaurant, you know, at a fast food restaurant. This somehow they come, you know, they bring it together. You gotta get crazy people, bro. Get a burger and stuff. You know, do I gotta get crazy right now? <laughs> I got a, I got a question for you, Nelson. Okay, so now peep this part. So this was another thing that I found out while just doing research for the movie. So when De Niro, when he finally sees Nikki and he's got him up against the wall and, you know, they're going through that whole scene, when he spits at him, that was not in the script. Like, De Niro did not know that he was going to spit on him. They said that he got so pissed. He's, like, throwing shit around, storming offset, and because uh, he didn't know that he was going to spit on him there. How would, I mean, Walken was told to do that. It's not like that was improv. He was told to do that. They just didn't tell De Niro that it was. I love that. I love it. Yeah, they'll do a lot of that stuff. Directors will say, tell one actor that to do this or that, whether the other actor doesn't know. That's true. And it goes back to it goes back to like how they they haven't kept having to recast the dude slapping him around because you know what I mean. He was like, I'm not not gonna slap De Niro, bro. He's gonna fuck you up. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? You're fired. We're gonna go find a real American hater. <laughs> so he's thrown off the set after he did that, huh? Yeah, he didn't leave the set, but I guess he was throwing shit around and super pissed, and because he didn't know what was going on, so his real reaction was to be hella, hella pissed about it. And but look, is, like is, he isn't like right a face mouth. I don't know, man. He caught him with a good one. Isn't he a method actor, De Niro, or no? 
I don't think he is. No. I've always heard, I've always heard like he be like, whenever I hear, I always hear this from other actors. I mean, when I see their interviews, they'd be like, yeah, I was standing across from De Niro and I was like, okay, his name is Sebastian something. He was in The Irishman. He's an actual comedian in real life, but he's but he's got into acting and he's an Italian dude from Chicago. Hey, you know, like he got the whole, you know what I mean? So he got an Irishman with him. He said he was standing there. He's like, fuck, man, this is crazy. But Robert De Niro's right here. And Robert De Niro's like, just walks over to him, fixes his shit. Man, come on. Fix this little fucking thing. Just totally in the moment. You know what I mean? Just then right when they say action, that he's in character. This that's I mean, not to mention who else worked with him, Eddie Murphy, right? I think he probably stayed in character though. I don't think he went into character when they said action. Mm, he probably way. stayed in character because you don't want to go either way, though, when he, he went because he went up to him, fixed his shit, his little yeah. cover bunner, whatever the fuck it was, and it says stand on your mark, kid. You know what I mean? But you if someone's gonna fix something, you're gonna stay in character though. Yeah. I guess so, huh? Yeah, because you're, you're doing it for, for the integrity of the I feel like the, any the, character the that De Niro is, if he's just being quiet, he's in character, right? It's all in the face. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's you don't want to spend your energy. You waste your energy. I mean, I, you, know, you, know who I, you know, I loved him in Silver Lining. Silver Lining's playbook, or whatever it was. He plays the, he's the dad, and he's like a degenerate gambler, and he like has all these superstitions. Oh, yeah? No, I don't know that one. It's really good. You should, yeah. But, you know, he's like a B character in the movie. Or maybe like even a C character. You know what I mean? He's not like the main at all. But he's just hella good in there. Because it's funny. It's just, different. it's just different. You know what I mean? Used right, to seeing right. like the intense. This was different for me. I'm used to the gangster De Niro. My bad. We're not even done with the movie yet. Let's keep going. What, so, Nelson, why don't you kind of build, build us up a little bit about what's going on here. Yeah, take it from when he spits in his face. Yeah, right when Nicky and De Niro... Going at it. He's trying to convince him to come back home. And then Nick doesn't even remember, doesn't recognize who he is. So he has no clue who he is. So he's so he far gone. Seen, probably never looked at him here in a minute too, bro. Did you okay. guys notice when he was first talking to him, when Mike's talking to Nick, Nick's looking at Mike, but he like sees someone else's face. I think it was the Frenchman's face that he like saw. Really? It was like a, it was really quick. That. That's good. It's like a really quick split second. That's really good because this is because they're putting. I think that yeah, kind of faintly remember that. Yeah, it was a quick cut. Oh, that was good. And it was that's just he's that far out of it. You know, everybody's just this guy, or this is the only I don't know is the only face he sees. I mean, he kept I'm trying cool. to shoot everyone. Right? Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> I just keep seeing that guy. Bro. <laughs> yeah, so he's trying to convince him to yeah to come home that he's Nick. And he doesn't know that he's Nick anymore. He's so far gone. This is, this is legit Academy Award winning shit, bro. And for him to become famous, I mean, he, he must have, how, how many ro ro rotations of that barrel did he go through? Hundreds and not even get the bullet? Unless he could. I mean, that's what's crazy. I mean, unless he really had it. Did he have it down? Or did he, was, he just had a terrible run of bad luck? He just couldn't even find it. <laughs> No, he had good luck because he never. No, but for him though, because he probably wants it to all end. Oh, wants it to end. It's yeah. just so for him, it's just. But see, but that's know. the thing though too, is because I don't think he's thinking that way at all. He's not thinking that he's here for a reason. Why he survived? 
he has all this fucking what do they call that? Uh, survivor's remorse, guilt. Right yeah, before, I don't know if you guys caught it because it was so quick, but like right before the end of the movie, he notices his arm. He's like, "Oh, what's that on your arm?" It's all the fucking. Track. Oh, it's all cut. It's all cut up. Yeah, so I mean, he's just strung out of his mind, you know, on heroin. And that's that definitely added on to it. I mean, imagine you come to, you don't even know what world you're in. Like, is this real? Like, you know what I mean? But then he mentioned something about the trees, and that's when he remembered. Yeah. He was, because he said yeah. the trees, yeah, or something. And they always said one shot, because he said, one shot. You better kill the deer in one shot. Then he knew right there that he smiled, actually. And it took hellish, and you know what's funny, too, is because it took so many shots, and he still didn't go down, bro. How ironic is that? Yeah. And it only takes one shot. To go and then, 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 I mean, and he missed all those, missed all the fucking, the roulettes, bro. Missed it all, and you know, cause our, you know, it is as simple as that. It only takes one shot. Man, like, you can see when for a split second when the shot's gonna go off. There's a different type of edit. You ever notice that? I, I mean, I've only seen it once over. I didn't yeah, get that far in a second. You, you see it. It, it edits and then it goes off. I think it's just that when they... I went straight to the roulette after the second edit in the gunshot. But when there's no shot, they don't have to edit anything in, right? Okay. So I mean, for a millisecond, you can see that it's gonna, the shot's coming out. Okay. And then that shot comes out. And then he dies right in his arms, in his hands, I guess. That's crazy. Man, and you just... We've seen all levels of De Niro, you know, in this movie. And then we just see, I mean, he's just bawling, he's weeping. And man, it was, I mean, there's a reason why he, uh, he, it's crazy that he didn't win Best Actor that year for the Academy Awards. Who the fuck won over him? I know he didn't win it, but it's like, I was like, who the fuck? Obviously, Best Supporting Actor went to fucking Christopher Man, Watkins, you know what I'm saying? He He won that one. Yeah. Nailed it, bro. Yeah. In Nailed it, bro. I didn't know. I didn't know. Because I grew up in the 90s, you know what I'm saying? I mean, obviously, I was born in the 80s, but I think when I started paying attention, shit was in the 90s. And my first exposure to Christopher Walken was on SNL, and he was hilarious. You know what I mean? Fucking hilarious. I didn't know he was like, and then obviously, then I get older and I see True Romance, and then I see him another. Yeah, I, when you was like, oh, it's, I never even knew he did a joint with De Niro, and this was like their joint right here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this had to have started a lot of stuff for him. I mean, I don't even know how many movies. He already did Taxi and he already did Taxi and um, The Godfather's prior to this, or The Godfather. He did part two. Yeah, and I, right. well, I was talking oh. about for walking. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know what else. I don't know what else he did prior to that. This probably launched him, right? I would imagine. This was, this was the big, big one. I mean, yeah. shit, Academy Award win. And that's oh, crazy. Who won, who won that, that year? I'll, I'll look it up. Yeah, please do. I'm curious, man. Cause you know what you you know what's fucked up too is like when when I, when that scene happened, bro. I'm like, did he load all of them up? Was it a full? Was it fully loaded? Did he make sure? He, you know what I mean? Like I, you know what I mean? That was like, or did he just finally win the game in his mind? Cause that was him winning. Him the Let's see. So it's the 1978. Oh, you got it? I'm looking at it now, but. Let's see. It was Richard Dreyfus, 
The Goodbye Girl. I've heard of that, but I don't know. Yeah, nothing. So he beat him. That whole scene, just in general, I mean, all the Russian roulette scenes are just super intense, but man, I mean, Robert De Niro, you just see him acting like a completely different person from a lot of the movie. Like, it's, it's very, it's similar to how he's acting with Stevie in the first Russian roulette scene. Show him you're a man, show him you're a man, do it. You know, and it's the exact opposite with Christopher Walken, you know, don't do it. You got to come back. And it's just very different dynamics. One was out of force where they had to do it. And the other one is out of. Cause he cares know. for the dude. He's, he has, he took, he had an oath to him basically. You know what I mean? Yeah. All the actors, even the, I thought the other guy's acting was amazing. Who played Randall something. What was Steve. the other name? The, uh, played Stevie. Yeah, who plays Stevie? He's really you, good. You know who he, he reminds me of the the actor, the guy that was in The Matrix and Risky Business. You know that one guy, Italian actor. The Matrix was he who the guy who played Agent oh, Smith. <laughs> My guy, Agent Smith. No, he was one of the one of the one of the rebellion. No, who was Zion? Uh, one of Morpheus's guys, Joe Palantino. Joe Pantoliano. Joe Pantoliano. Damn. I, I swear I want that to ring a bell. Have you seen him, Alex, before? No, I think so. Pull so him up. Guy, okay. This guy sounded, it kind of looked like him and sounded like him. But say the You'll game, know, what Joe, Joe, just, just go to Matrix. <laughs> then he'll come up. Joe Pantoliano. Joe Pantoliano. What is it? Joe Pantoliano. Okay, yeah. He's in a lot of movies. Yeah, for sure. So the, so guy that guy, played, the guy who played Stevie sounds like him, too. Yeah. Right. The guy who played Stevie's John Savage. And there you go, Savage. John Savage. I was like, is it like Randall? I was like, I don't know. Is it Randy? Oh, Randy's oh, Randy Savage. <laughs> I know. That's why I was like, I'm somewhere in the ballpark here. Yeah. He's been acting from 1969. 69, dude. <laughs> <laughs> dude still... You look sad that 69 on purpose, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Anytime it comes there, man. To still making movies today. We live life one minute and nine seconds at a time. <laughs> yeah, so he, he was there with Tank and, uh, and those other characters. Anyway. It's pretty wild. Why? Man, it was fucked up though. He didn't want to be found, and he found him, bro. Yeah. Yeah, that was. Mm. It's crazy because I watched this movie on the Molly Mushroom things, and now we're reviewing it on Molly Mushroom things, and it's really sad, bro. It is. I mean, it's really like. Uh, I mean, the way that you kind of describe it, it's a coming of age story where, like, mm-hmm. you know, doesn't end too well. No. <laughs> doesn't I mean, well. because it doesn't always have a happy ending. I mean, and then I think this, I think what I dig about this movie, you know, being a war movie, quote unquote, is that you always just show the end of the war. You don't show the, the aftermath. And being someone who grew up in the 90s and in the early 2000s, shoulder tapping a bum that was a war, uh, a Vietnam war vet, and he was out of his fucking mind. You know what I mean? Just lost yeah. everything, just living on the streets. You know what I mean? Tino oh, said the movie is movie, different, yeah, for sure. It really more is. movies don't have happy endings, but you can no, see, but, you know, yeah, go ahead. You, you see movies with happy endings all the time, and that's Hollywood. It's nice to see a movie where there's not a happy ending, man. 
Yeah, how about it? Once in a while, <laughs> not all the time, but once well, in a while. The only one movie that has a happy ending is Forrest Gump. That's it. I used to love it and when Platoon at the end too, of like... it Platoon? <clears throat> does it? Platoon? So. The Charlie Sheen one, right? Yeah. I mean, don't they all like die? Well, people died, yeah, but I mean, survived. Yeah, he survived, and then the guy that mean yeah, guy so. played by Tom Berenger, he was mean. Remember I that really guy? like Full Metal Jacket, yeah. man. Full Metal Jacket was gangster. That fool, I really fuck with Vincent D'Onofrio or whatever his name is. He did, oh, like yeah, S- Full Metal Jacket. Yeah, he did like SVU for a long time. That was a good the, ending, the, the right? Was that, was that a sad ending? No, mm-hmm. that sniper got killed. What was that? Which one were we? A full metal jacket. He's the one that we, yeah, he put, he put, yeah, he killed himself. Yep. Who? You talking about Vincent D'Onofrio? Oh, yeah, he did, but yeah, yeah. but everybody else, I think, oh, okay. survived, no? Yeah, basically. But that hey, sniper got, right, took, they all died. I think the sniper took out a couple people. Yeah, he went crazy. A movie that I'd like to do one of these days is Dead Presidents, because I mean, that's one where they, Show before, war, right? during war, and then the after war as well. Oh, yeah, dead presidents. That's a real yeah, movie. bro. I'll never forget it, bro. There's a dude. Oh, never mind. I'm not gonna go down the rabbit hole. <laughs> this Halloween party, this dude, just a bunch of these dead president fools just beat the fuck out of this dude. Ooh. He didn't know he didn't see it coming, bro. There's so many of them around him. Damn. What wow. this movie? No, it's just not a Halloween party. I was at back in the day, like. Pre-children, but a pre-fatherhood bogey. You know what I mean? I was actually Bobby Brown for Halloween, which meant I just I had a pinstripe suit and I had selling hella coke. That's really all I meant. Then <laughs> and we had this party, bro, and they beat the fuck out of this dude, bro. And you know how when a fight goes moves a party? Oh, everyone's like, man, they start making way. Yeah, I've seen many fights. Like, oh, they're over here now. Oh, and then they were in the backyard and they got to a fence, boom, and they brushed through the fence. Then another dude picks up one of the boards from the fence. Who just fucking up my oh shit. Why were they fighting them? What happened? I don't know, but I, I you got me, bro. So did we get to the ending of this or what? Yeah, I mean that is the ending, right? Right. Yeah. The funeral. Yeah, he takes one home. Oh yeah, the funeral. But that's yeah. Yeah, so. yeah that's it. The funeral. Then they they sing a song again. Oh, that's yeah, another, that was that's really another, touching. That's thing I noticed is that they a lot of this movies like Top Gun and all these other movies like in the nineties, they're singing. They, they they'll get a, a popular song to put in there and they sing. Yeah, it's yeah. It's like a signature song, and they got that from this guy. This guy did that first in '78. Mm-hmm. They're singing, you know, because Top Gun is Sweet Caroline, right? Uh-huh. Sweet Caroline, <laughs> oh yeah. boom. And they all have that, that kind of theme. Like I saw a lot of elements in, in more recent films that I've seen that were came out of this one. You ain't lying. Yeah. And when I saw this, I remembered a third of this. What, what I remember most of, the, of this movie from when I watched it originally was the Russian roulette, pretty much. Yeah. All the other, and then just the images of the, the wedding and stuff like that. But a lot of the scenes I don't remember watching at all. I don't remember it so long ago. Such a long movie. It's easy to forget a lot of stuff. And uh, if, if this could have been like, if nowadays they would have made this like a series, right? <laughs> yeah. It would have been like a six parter. 45 minutes. Or maybe like a three parter. My bad. Maybe a six parter, like 30 minute joint. You can do that, right? Three parter. And Tino, so we're doing Deer Hunter right now and next week, Thunderbolt and Lightfoot. 
Yeah, I have no idea what that is. This is gonna be cool. Clint right, Eastwood and Jeff Bridges, so two good actors. I think. Oh, okay. Well, you like the story? I don't know if you like the story. Who knows? No, okay. But where do I find there. it though? Where do I find it? I haven't looked it up. Oh. I want to premeditate this one. I want to really take it up. It oh, says I, it's available on Tubi on Pluto, the free TV ones. Okay. The free ones on the what's it called on the Fire Stick. Okay, I don't have one of those, but okay, what else we got? And Tina said, I haven't watched it in over 20 years. I remember the wedding and the bar scene and the cage water. Yeah, the Russian roulette scenes. Yeah. yeah. It's just things that stick with you. Yeah. Why don't I we bet get... you the only reason he remembers the weddings is, God damn, this is fucking a fucking long as a motherfucker right now. <laughs> long ass fucking wedding scene. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Why don't we get into ratings and the way that we rate the movies over here? So, a couple options. You can, if you buy the movie, that means that's a movie that you'd buy, you love it. It's really great. It's at the top of your list. If you, it's a five-day rental, that means you really like the movie. Two-day rental means that's ah, all right. And same-day rental means the movie sucks. It can't even be around your vicinity. You Let me go last. Let me go last. Go ahead. Go ahead, Nelson. I suggested the movie because I loved it. But what made the movie for me was the whole psychology of the Russia roulette and stuff. So for me, it's, it's a buy, although I don't own it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't own it, but it would be a buy. And uh, if it wasn't for the, yeah, the Russian roulette, I mean, that's the whole psychology and, and the scenes, intensity. Yeah, bro, that's, that's what shit. did it for me. If it wasn't for that, obviously, I, I wouldn't have recommended it, actually. But that's what carried the film. Yeah, for me, I'm going to have to rate this one to buy as well. I don't think that it was a coincidence that they won a whole bunch of Academy Awards and were nominated for a ton. This probably wouldn't be one that I would be watching a lot and I would probably put it no. on for like different scenes or maybe like to reference. But uh, yeah, this is one that deserves to be in the cat and in, in the whole collection of movies. Okay, so here's my thing, right? Here, this is why I wanted to go to last because I'm going to invent a new thing right here. So I have a video store, right? And I have a Nelly section, right? This is the first movie in the Nelly section. We're definitely owning this one. Bro, if people come through and they want the Nelly's picks, Remember that shit back in the days? They used to yeah, have yeah. Like, a video store. They would have oh, such and such picks. It would be like someone who owns, works at the store or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, so we got Nelly's joints right here. We're just going to start building Nelly's collection right here. And we're going to see Please if do. We're going to start seeing if it's thunder and a bullet. We're going to or whatever to call it, right? We're going to see if that one goes right next <laughs> Thunderbolt and lightning. So confusing. <laughs> Thunderbolt and what? Not even lightning? Thunderbolt and lightfoot. See, so confusing. Yeah, it is kind of confusing. I, I thought it was like... Thunder. I thought it was light. It sounds oh, like a tag know. team. Yeah, Thunderbolt and Lightning, I thought it was called. I feel like if it was a tag team, I would be Lightfoot. <laughs> <laughs> it does sound like a tag team, though. Introducing Thunderbolt and Lightfoot. <laughs> but yeah, but so we're going to see if next week we, we, we can't put, uh, we're going to see if we can't go ahead and put up a, a Thunderbolt and Lightfoot right next to this Deer Hunter. I recommend it. Yeah. Thunderfoot and Lightning. Here's one. That's one for you. Thunderfoot and Lightning. Thunderfoot and Lightning. That's what I'm looking for. So that's a buy for Bogey. Okay. There's a winner there. We got a winner. I would buy that shit and then rent it out to my That's Alex. what I would do. They say that in Vegas, Alex. <laughs> I like it. And One thing I'll say for the upcoming movie, Thunderbolt and Lightfoot, not Lightning. <laughs> our boy uh, Gary Busey's in it. I just saw that now. I didn't know he was in it. He's in it. Yeah. Gary Busey, the young Gary Busey. So that'll be good. I didn't know he was in that. So that's good news. Hey, Gary, Bu Gary Busey's a sloppy motherfucker. I like that dude. 
Yeah, he's and I used to see him all quite often at the in the grocery store in Malibu. Yeah, and he's he's like his characters, man. He's like. <laughs> Well, no, I think mean, got to a point where he like doesn't no, read. Scripts. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying he's he's he just I'm seems like, rash, dude. Like you wouldn't really want to approach him. He's a rough and tough type of dude, man. No, that's what I'm saying. I feel like, okay. I love him in Black Sheep. I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make us mix in uh, Entourage, the the TV series, mainly now because Gary Busey's he's got like multiple like scenes in there where he's like playing himself and he's insane. He's just absolutely insane. <laughs> That's just super funny. Hey, Con- I was a big fan of Conan O'Brien because there was a time in my life where I didn't, I mean, I, I didn't have cable and I, so I loved like the late night shows and, and Conan, he used to have a segment. Where is Gary Busey? Let's go to the satellite. And then they would just start, you just see the world and they start zooming in. There's like the city is zooming in and they get closer to the street and then it's Gary Busey. He's yelling, pointing at them. Oh man. <laughs> Gary Busey. Oh man, I fucking love Cody back in the days, man. It's the and shit then, that raised me for real. And then the movies that we're doing after that, we got Ready Player One two weeks from now. That one's going to be a good one. We got Freddy versus Jason three weeks from now to kick off our Halloween October movie festival. The audition after that house of a thousand corpses the week after that. And then for Halloween, we're going to be reviewing the trilogy of scream scream one, two, and three. Hope you make my own. I will see you guys next week. Right. What are we doing again next week? Next week. It is Thunderbolt and Lightfoot. Okay, I gotta Thunderbolt find this. and Lightfoot. If you just go search it on the Amazon Fire Stick, it'll come up with all the apps that you can watch it on. It's all the free movies. I don't have the Fire Stick. That's why. Just Google it. That's all I do. Yeah, you can find okay, it. yeah, I'll Google it. You'll Uncle find Google. It. <laughs> yeah, and so if you're not following us in podcast form, go follow Silver Screen Breakdowns on Apple, yeah. Spotify, Google, Amazon, anywhere that you get your podcasts. And if you're listening to us in podcast form. Go subscribe to the Silver Screen Breakdowns YouTube channel. Make your way over there. Please do. We got over 100 subs now, so we're good. Big bong. Yeah, find me, Nelson Tynes, on uh, YouTube. (laughs) Demo reel and acting montages and stuff. Even some of the commercials. And also, uh, the vowel scene paid in full is on there, too. Everybody eats. Everybody eats. I think that's got about 2 million views on it now. Yeah, I can go on the one guy's channel. I don't know who the guy is, but and Instagram is Nelson Tynes underscore. See you over there. I'll follow you back. You follow me first. Yeah, and I am Bogart Scott Free. You probably can't find me because I'm very elusive. Pew. We'll see you next week. Peace out. Peace. This ain't a dream, we really lit this shit Don't intervene, yo, we with this shit That's where the most high, we the most lit